0: What's up, guys? This is Rich Tavishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What is up, guys? This is Rich Division here, host of The Rich Life. I want to thank you for joining me today on this episode. We are going to be talking about um, continuation with the energy experiments. Okay, so let's start with the caveat first. So I'm going to try to do this every time because I know some of you might be joining this uh, for the first time. So if you are joining for the first time, welcome to the podcast. And this uh, this uh, episode of Energy Experiments is basically designed to help you improve your life through small changes over time um, and small changes, you know, that will eventually over time help improve your health. So that's what this is all about is improving your health. Okay. So it's not an overnight thing. It's not some fad diet. It's not some you know anything like that. It's about slowly chipping away at your statue, which is your body, right? Basically, chipping away at your at your health and ensuring um, that you're doing making small positive, slight changes every single day to improve your health. Okay. Uh, caveat: Make sure. So, I am not an, a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. If you have medical issues, please seek medical advice from a professional. And that's all I wanted to say. If you haven't uh, listened to previous episodes, make sure to listen to those. The energy experiments essentials is really key to understand and to review, because if you don't know, um, you know the the background, my my history, and why I even created the energy experiments to help everybody, um, to help you all, uh, then it's kind of pointless to just jump right into the experiment without understanding the mindset. Because you need to you need to make sure you have the right mindset before going into these experiments. Okay. Also, for those of you who completed the previous week of energy experiments, congratulations! I hope that there's a positive change in your life. Um, if you feel like you need to keep continuing to really get the the habits instilled into your life, um, then then try another week of the same experiment. It doesn't have to be just like one week. Okay, I forgot to mention that actually in the beginning. It doesn't have to be just one week of experiment. You can, if you feel like you haven't really, um, you know improved your life with the with these experiments then you know you need to figure out what you're doing wrong so that you can increase you know the the things that you're doing so for example if you you know are moving towards the 80 20 rule eventually into the 95 5 and you only really hit like 50 50 by the end of the week that's okay as long as you're shifting kind of bal you know moving the balance moving the scale over from one side to the other side Okay, meaning that you're increasing positive things and decreasing negative habits into your life as, as far as health is concerned. Okay, so here's the next experiment. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about um two things. So first of all, we need to decrease, number one, less eating out. So we want to have less eating out and more cooking into your life. Okay, so um now like I always mentioned, this is about moderation, guys. If we completely remove eating out from our lives and we enjoy that activity, which I personally love and enjoy, then we're gonna not gonna have a happy, fulfilling life. Okay. So, what what I'm suggesting is to reduce the number of t- like if you're, you know, there are different extreme cases. So let's start with one extreme case. The extreme case was me when I was eating out every single day of my life. Okay. Not only every single day, but every single meal. I was eating out because it was more convenient for me to go to a restaurant, to go to a drive through, to, you know, to order the number two on the, whatever value menu that to me was easy. Right now, keep in mind when you do that, you're actually putting in a lot of processed chemicals and a lot of sodium and a lot of unnecessary, um, I hesitate to say nutrients because they're not nutrients. Really. There's no nutrition. There's really minimal nutrition when you're going out to eat. Unless you're specifically going to like a health food restaurant, okay? And so I, you know, when I go out to eat, I try to go out and um, focus on, you know, what are the healthy restaurants or the alternatives that I can go to, you know, or the alternative, um, you know, the meal substitutions that I can use and swap things out for, you know, for example, like go out to eat, they serve, you know, formal dining, you know, not necessarily a chain, but let's say you're at a formal dining restaurant, you know, like a high-end place, they're going to serve you, most likely serve you some bread, right? Now that's okay to indulge a little bit of it. You're out to eat, you're celebrating, but just be careful about how much you put into your body, how much you eat. Okay. Now, if you're going to celebrate and go crazy, then I would quote unquote, save it up for that day or for that meal so that you can kind of splurge a little bit and go, you know, go a little bit, um, you know, overboard on, on that side. Okay. On the, on the other side. So I'm not suggesting to not go out to eat. Go out to eat. I love going out to eat, and I really enjoy it because I like to be served. Okay, I like to get service, and I like good service, and I like to, you know, have other people cooking for me as well. So if you're if you're like that, then that's okay, you know. But what I'm saying is, figure out um, if going out to eat is getting too much for you in your life, right? Whether it's for your health or even financially, going out to eat is insanely expensive. If you really break it down. For the same meal that you're going out to eat, you're basically paying for the service and the quality of the food, right? The, actually, the quality of food is really about the same as if you were to go out and get your own ingredients and cook it yourself. What you're paying for is the convenience and the time that they take and the service that they take to, to cook the meal and to present the meal to you. Okay, that's what's happening. You're, you're basically going in, you're sitting down, you're getting served, and you're not doing anything. And you're, getting, you know, you're paying a, a premium for that, which is how the restaurants make money and how they profit, which is good because we need to have restaurants in our lives once in a while, but not all the time, okay? So figure out, take an inventory. Um, first of all, let's talk about, you know, cooking too. So we want to reduce the number of times we go out to eat and increase the number of times that we cook at home, okay? Not only financially, it's more positive to cook at home, and it, like, it does take some planning, okay? It takes a little bit of planning. It takes a grocery list. It takes, um, you know, um, recipes, right? So you have to have some forms of recipes or at least like a general idea of what you're going to cook for that week. Okay. So there's a concept of meal planning that you could do. Um, I don't, I used to try meal planning. I don't really, honestly, I don't do it as much as I should. Um, so meal planning to me is kind of like, I just buy groceries for the week. And sometimes I go twice a week, depending on how much, you know, how quickly I get go through the groceries. But the idea is like, you go to the grocery store with a list, you stick to the list because if you don't stick to the list, then you're going to just add on unnecessary junk. Okay, stick to the list, and then um, after you go home, you know, organize everything in the fridge. And then, you know, I like to cook each day because to me, it's like an, a like a fun experience, right? To cook. Now, um, you have to shift your mind if you're not if you're not if you don't know how to cook. First of all, that that's an important thing. Figure out how to do very basic things first. If you grew up not cooking and someone else cooking for you or, you know, maybe your your parents just or your mom cooked for you all the time or whatever, now's the time to learn, okay? So depending on your situation, figure out how to learn how to cook. Um, you don't need to be a chef, okay? You don't need to be a chef to to cook. Um, just start with very basic things, okay? There, there are so many books out there, too, like, you know, on beginners bo- beginner's cooking just like very basic beginners cooking. There's one that I like called The Basics, and it just explains like how do I fry things, how do I bake things, how do I, you know, cut with a knife, how do I get a good quality knife, you know, just little things like that that I think everybody should learn and know how to do because, you know, cooking at home will save you a lot of money, right? Okay, which is really, so when it comes to food, to, you know, for me personally it's my second highest expense, you know, if I go out to eat a lot. And that's what I found in, light, in my um, finances was I was going out to eat so much that it was like three times the amount of what I would pay with just groceries alone. And I'm like, well, I love going out to eat, but like I need to reduce this because for my health sake and for my, my bank account's sake, I need to reduce that, right? So um, anyway, so this is the goal here, right? So we want to reduce the number of times we go out to eat and we want to um, cook more in the, in home. So just to kind of give you an idea for that you know, for me personally, for that week, here's what, what I was doing. Um, and I, if you've heard my story before, this is basically what it was. I would wake up, I'd go to work. Um, before work, I'd go to a drive through for like a breakfast, some type of egg sandwich or whatever with coffee. Um, I'd actually wait in line sometimes for like 10 to 15 minutes because I was, I was so lazy. <laughs> like I just sat in my car and it's amazing to me, like places like Chick-fil-A, like they always have lines and when you really, like, if you really think about it, if you get out of your car and go and order, you know, and walk like a couple of steps into the building, it's usually nine times out of 10 faster than if you were to go through the drive through and wait. So maybe I'm just, um, you know, um, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's just funny to me. Cause like people sit there on the line on their phone, they'll just sit there on their, in their car waiting when they should, you know, just get up and take two minutes to get up and go into the store. Anyway, so, um, go uh basically it's like this so you need to take an inventory of what's going on my in my life i was going drive through every single day so ju- sorry just to continue i got derailed here but if i go into um i go and i would eat uh you know for breakfast i'd go to the drive through and then at lunchtime for my, with my coworkers i'd go to like a food truck or i'd go to um maybe an, a restaurant locally or just like order takeout and pick it up and then sit you know and eat at my desk so that wasn't really the best thing to do because what was happening was um you know i would i would do everything for convenience sake whatever was convenient the most convenient for me that's what how i would focus and really that's that's the worst absolute worst way okay for you to um for you to hurt your you hurt your body and hurt your health okay then for dinner okay I, and I wouldn't even drink that much water either. That was a messed up, that was a messed up part. So I would, go, I would leave work and then I would come home and on my way home, I'd go to another drive-thru or I'd get like a pre-packaged something or I'd get like a pizza or I'd get like Chinese food takeout. Just something that can be made for me that I can just grab and then bring home and eat. And I realized, holy crap, this is really affecting my health when I looked in the mirror and it's not, I'm not feeling good. I'm stressed and it's just not healthy for me. Okay. So I was doing that every single day, five days a week. Okay. And I got so used to it that I actually got addicted to going out to eat. (laughs) Like literally I was addicted to going out to eat. Meanwhile, I had, I had like perfectly fine oatmeal and perfectly fine eggs and things in my fridge and I wasn't taking advantage of it and using it properly. Okay, so um, think about it like this. Three meals a day times five days a week, that's 15 meals I was eating out. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? That's crazy. Meanwhile, I'm probably consuming over 4,000 calories, like maybe three or 4,000 calories. And they're not good calories, okay? They're not quality foods. They're all processed. Who knows what's going in half of this stuff Right, All these additives, all these preservatives, all, the, all these sweeteners, all this junk that I was putting into my body. It's really a shame. So what I started to do is incorporate these energy experiments. What I said to myself was, one day of the week for one meal, that's how I would start. I would take one day and I'd say, okay, on Monday, instead of going out to the drive-thru, I'm going to wake up a half an hour early instead of rushing out the door and take that half an hour to cook myself a meal and enjoy it and eat it. That's all I did guys. Just took one meal for one day, not even for the whole week. It was just one meal for that one day, not even Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I would cook for myself. And I did that for one week. Then I said, okay, week number two, let me try to cook two meals at home instead of one. Then I did that for lunch instead okay I did lunch and then I had breakfast so I had breakfast at home and then I made lunch at home um, okay what I would do is I would actually cook ahead of time bring my lunch in prepackage it put it in a bag like a bu- like a bag lunch basically I'd bring a bag lunch put it in the fridge at work it was actually more convenient to do that because I didn't have to now go out and order ahead and then drive in traffic and then come back it actually waste it actually um, saved me a lot of time by doing that Then I took another step and I said, let me try to cook dinner at home. And again, this is just for one day. So I'm trying to like, you see how I, you see how it works now, guys? You're slowly reducing the bad habits by incorporating new habits and replacing them. Okay. So that's what I did. I took my, I took the opportunity to cook dinner at home. Okay. And I would go to the grocery store on my way home because that was more convenient for me. So you need to figure out what works for you if you think grocery store is easier to get to maybe at lunchtime or in the morning or in the evening, figure that out for yourself. but it wouldn't take me more than fifteen minutes to go into the grocery store with my list, grab my stuff, and then go okay um, then I would come home cook a little you know a little dinner and then over and then eventually i would I actually increase that so to another day so instead of just one day, three times a week or 3 times a day, I would just I would do it for another day and I would slowly chip away at each meal every single day. Then eventually I I um, had an 80/20 rule where I said okay, 80% of my meals I'm going to eat at home, 20% of my meals I'm going to eat out. And then I slowly chipped away at that too. That's what I want you guys to do. Okay? That's what this experiment is all about. I want you to understand what your cravings are. When you crave it, do something that's positive as an alternative to it. So you can train yourself to say, if this happens, then do this. It's a very logical sequence. And what people don't realize is that's how positive habits are formed. Okay, this is going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take time. But nothing ever good, you know, came out of something that was easy. So this is not going to be easy because you're going to have addictions to things. Okay. Um, so let's pull this up now. So your, your list of things that you want to decrease We want to put that and be very objective about that in a list. Say, okay, I've been going out to eat, you know, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, every day, whatever it is. And where? Be very specific about it. I'm going to Wendy's. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I'm going to this place. I'm going to that place. Whatever it is, take out here, take out there. I'm trying to be convenient with pizza, whatever it is, figure that out. Then put on, um, you know, what you can do to like little step, like very small steps towards those positive habits of cooking at home which Which could be finding a right time to go to the grocery store, making a list beforehand, making a small list beforehand, um, okay, maybe ordering ahead of time and picking it up, right? We have all this technology now we can order ahead if you're willing to pay that convenience fee. you can order ahead on certain grocery stores, pick it up, and then bring it and then on the way home, you have no excuse, guys, it takes five minutes <laughs> to order online. Um, or you can use like an Amazon order head or whatever system you want to use to get to do that. Okay. Then each day, figure out a way to chip away at, you know, the, um, eating out more, right? Chip away at eating out and then try to increase the number of times you cook, make it fun too. If it's not fun, then like, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be sustainable. You need to figure out a way to make it fun for you and make it rewarding for yourself as well. Then at the end of each day, how do you feel? Am I good? Am I bad? Am I neutral? At the end of each experiment, how do I feel overall? Am I good? Am I bad? Am I neutral? Okay, so that's the experiment for this week, guys. Eat out less. Cook at home more. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Take care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life, The Key to Living Your Best Life. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and I answer all my direct messages on Instagram at your Richie Rich and at Beach Property Guy. Take care.